Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you as a parent gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepard dive into a topic that will challenge, encourage, and inspire you as you parent your teen. Let's listen in. You know, I have the amazing opportunity that I hate. Almost every day, parents walk into the conference center that I office in, and they walk into the room to drop off a child. I mean, they're either picking them up, dropping them off. And I tell you what, these parents are beat up. You have seen they it all, haven't you? They are absolutely beat up. You know, and, and so I think it would be good for us to say, hey, here's some things. If you're dealing with conflict with your child and you know that that you're going through a tough time, here's some things you can do to make sure that you remain healthy. Because if your child is is going through a difficult time, something's happening. And most kids go through problems and struggles and, and hardships. It's so important for that secure person within the family, which is you, mom, which is you, dad, for them to be able to say, my mom and dad are still healthy so that they continue to get that sense of security and significance from you. Does anything drain the family more than a a struggle with a teenager? The stress level just rises, right? Yeah. You know, none of us like conflict. I mean... I mean, how many people get up and go, you know, I'd like to have a good conflict today. <laughs> you need a good fight today. <laughs> Most of us spend all of our life trying to avoid conflict. Sure. You know, this is one of those inevitable things that you can't get away from when your child is struggling or having a tough time, whether it be a long-term problem or just a short-term daily problem. It causes stress on mom and dad. As parents, we pour ourselves into our kids, and when our kids are struggling, it takes a lot out of us, and we need to make sure that we stay healthy uh, as individuals and as a couple together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I tell you what, it will rock your world. I remember the day that my son called me when he was 25 years old and said he's been having an affair with somebody. And we knew that the marriage uh, to his college sweetheart was doomed. And, and uh, I mean, it rocks your world. I, I don't care whether you have a child that's six years old and you find out something medically that's going on. It causes stress, and, and, and what happens is it causes stress between a husband and wife. Mm-hmm. And Jan and I looked at that, and, and we then had two different thoughts on what to do, what to say, how to engage. And I thought, wait a minute, I'm on the radio. I do stuff like this. All the- I ought to be able to tell. <laughs> I'm a pro. Yeah, and I was kind of going, everybody, listen to me. I know what I'm talking about because and I know. Yet, when it came to your house. That's right. It's different. It, it, it's so easy to sit in this studio and tell everybody else how to run their life, and then when it happens to you, you kind of go, wow. And what I found was in the process of it, in dealing with the conflict, there were just a lot of things that came up. Jan and I didn't see eye to eye on things. We didn't think that we should um, go this one direction. We thought we should go another direction. Then we started on that direction. We thought we should go another way. We sought counsel from people that were disappointing to us. We talked to other people that said, well, maybe you need to try this. Maybe you need to try that. And, and it was amazing in the process of all of it, we were very confused. And, and I saw that it really started to wreak havoc between us. I mean, we started to separate. She'd watch TV in one room. I'd watch in the other. I wanted to be by myself. I wanted to do things by myself. I wanted, I'm going to go ride horses. I'm going to go, um, you know, go water ski. I'm going to go do something by my, I, I just wanted to be alone to try to deal with some of the stuff that was going through my head. So how did you survive? Well, I think where we ended up saying, you know, 
we can't let this thing divide us. I mean, the difficulty that any child goes through, you can't allow it to ruin you in the process. And so we sat back and said, you know what, let's identify some things that, that, that we need to do. And that's what I wanted to share with everybody today. You know, and one of those things is, is, is focus on keeping the marriage strong. I mean, and in some way, I thought it began to happen when Jan and I realized that we both see things differently. Mm-hmm. I see it the right way. She sees it the wrong way. And uh, I'm joking on that. But I mean, I'm looking at it going, you know, because that's because that's how everybody thinks. My way is the right way. And, and I remember the scripture that says the way of the fool appears right to him. And I have that written on my desk and I'm always going, OK, when I feel I'm right, I've got to make sure I'm not being foolish. Mm-hmm. But Jan and I identified that and said, you know what, let's. Let's make sure that we understand that we're just two different types of people. We see things differently. We're stronger together because we can throw back ideas back and forth and check one another. Did it drive both of you closer to the Lord? You know, it it didn't initially. And I, I mean, quite honestly, because I felt, well, if the Lord was doing his job, then maybe we wouldn't have these problems. <laughs> Just I being mean, honest about yeah, it. Yeah, I think that was the first thought. What, Lord, why aren't you taking care? Why? I think everybody questions that. I mean, I don't think we grow up in a world where they say, hey, when you give your life to the Lord, you're going to have to deal with a lot of conflict. It's not that, that the relationship with Christ is going to keep things from happening. They're still going to happen. It's how you handle them. I think it's the time that we said, you know what, we're not coasting anymore. We're going to have to put our feet down on these pedals and pedal mm-hmm. a little bit on mm-hmm. this bike. Mm-hmm. And and so, yeah, that's when we said that's where we need to to to, to really spend some time in prayer. We need to, to just spend some time in Scripture and talking and, and saying, Lord, instead of us telling him what to do, I think it puts you on your knees where you're going, Lord, yeah. tell me what to Who do. Who else do we have but the Lord in heaven, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, uh, and what about the matter of, uh, and I I know that you've talked about going to counseling before. Um, was that prior to this episode in your life yeah. that you had counseling with Jan? And, yeah. And did you seek some some support in You know, counseling? we did, we did. You know, it, it was, I, I'd look for counsel and anybody I could ask. I mean, I was going I to people going, hey, has your son ever had an affair? Yeah, and they Because go, you've seen couples who haven't survived the turmoil oh, yeah. with their teen. Yeah, I know it's I know it's tough, and 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 so what we ended up doing is almost finding a group of people that had gone through divorces or had a son that had gotten divorced, and 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 it it did something to us. It it gave us a sense of support that at least we're not alone. You know, the one thing I hear from parents of teens all the time is that is that you know we're going through this struggle. I feel like my church has rejected me. I feel like God's rejected me. I feel like my kids rejecting me. My my wife and I, or my husband and I, are splitting apart a little bit. And now my other the dog ignores me all the time. <laughs> I mean, it's just everybody's leaving me, and I feel somewhat lost. And that's where it's so important. And I would say it to parents, get involved in a small group with other parents that can help you if your teen is struggling. Or if your kid is struggling in their 20s, find somebody that can give you some input. I've heard you advise parents to take the long view. I mean, it, you're so yeah. embroiled in the problem at hand, and we're so concerned about it that we lose that perspective. What's this going to be like in five years? That's right. And, and I think you have to look at that. I mean, you always have to say, five years from now, where are we going to be? I'm not going to be in the same spot. It's not going to be this dark. The light at the end of the tunnel is not a train. There's hope on the other side. God has promised that he will even use whatever situation you're in. And he will cause that to work together for good in mighty ways. And, and I look, okay, how can a divorce do that with a son? You know what? 
it, it's amazing how he has worked that for good. Does he want it to happen? I don't think he does. Like, I, don't, I wouldn't wish a divorce on my worst enemy. He wishes it didn't happen, yeah. but it did. But it did. And, but, but he took it and he used it in everybody's lives. And I, and I go, you know what? There's a, there's a good long-term perspective that is healthy. And that's where it's having people around you, not just your age, usually somebody older with a lot of gray hair that is older can look back on, on life and say, you know what? You're going to get to the other side. And that's what I just wanted to hear from somebody. So I say that to parents all the time. We're going to get to a good place. We're going to get there. You've got to give it time. The Lord's working on this, even when we don't feel like he is. But you've got to have a long-term perspective. So even if you are going through a high-stress time with your teen, you need to take stock of your own life and make sure that that stress isn't taking a, a toll on your health, yeah. uh, on your mental health, and, and make sure that you are healthy as, as a mom and dad. Absolutely. This is a good time to go on a diet. It's a good mm-hmm. time to get out and exercise a little bit, have some fun, do some things that, that you wouldn't normally do. Don't walk away from the people around you. Move toward people and find ways that you can engage and relax. You've got to learn to do that. Because I tell parents this all the time. Whatever you're going through now, it's a preparation for the next time you go through it again. I travel a lot, hopscotching across the country every weekend, speaking at churches and in communities concerned about their teens. You know what? There just aren't enough weekends. So here's what we're doing. On Saturday, February 18th, 2023, Kirk Cameron will join me for a worldwide simulcast for an event called Engage, Equipping and Empowering Parents to Raise Teens in a Contrary Culture. We'll be helping parents navigate the oftentimes confusing teen culture to gain an understanding of how to meet the needs of their teens while developing a structured home where relationships flourish and expectations are lined out all the while facilitating a mindset of practically implementing the scriptural and biblical standards that parents embrace. So here's what we'd love for you to do in this endeavor of bringing hope and help to churches and communities across North America. One, talk to your pastor about hosting this five-hour event. Second thing is this, invite your friends, colleagues, and small groups to be a part of this memorable event. And the third thing is come. Come and take advantage of the insights and wisdoms of two guys that have dedicated their lives to the livelihood of parents and teens. This simulcast on February 18, 2023, could change the destiny of your family and bring hope and empowerment to parents searching for a biblical and effective model of parenting teens. To find out more how your church can participate in this fantastic event, please visit www. Engage23.com. That's Engage23.com. Mark, I want to circle back on the conversation we had earlier in the program today, talking about uh, healthy parents and what they should be doing. Yeah. I know you made several key points. There's a couple of things, though, that are left to talk about, aren't that's there? That's right. That's right. You know, I, I think one of those is knowing your boundaries and keeping those things. I think it's very important that, that a parent understands, okay, this is how we operate within our home. That's one. The second thing is brush up on your tools of healthy conflict. Yeah, we've had whole programs about that. Uh, we have. You know, make sure that your motivation is right. Don't correct out of anger. That's not good. Make sure that this is not about the log in your eye, but it's about the speck in your child's eye. Listen to what your child is saying 
and ask thoughtful questions without sounding judgmental. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how the authoritarian rule within a home where we become benevolent little dictators (laughs) only has a way of pushing kids away from us so we don't have the relationship. And when we miss the relationship, then that's our agent for change within the home because it doesn't work with the authority. And it also gives a a strong sense of judgment. No child wants to be judged any more than you and I want to. The third thing is plan more time to talk about issues when you've calmed down so you can restore those lines of communication between you and your child. And And the fourth thing is, Forgive. It's truly learning how to forgive. It's not just saying you're sorry. It's asking for forgiveness as well. Not only where I've been hurt, but where I have hurt others. Well, that's very good. I want to also take time today before we leave the air here to uh, answer a listener question. We try to do this from time to time in the program. We get lots of questions sent to us through the website. Here's one that says, we have a 15-year-old daughter who's always angry and disrespectful She threatens with running away and sometimes says she wants to kill herself. How seriously should we take this? Well, the threat to kill yourself, pretty serious. That's right, yeah. You know, anytime a child says, I'm going to kill myself, that is a suicidal thought. That's where you go, okay, we got to do something. The fact that a child says, I want to die... I mean, there's times that a lot of people want to die, and and I and it's those so just aren't as that. that's right. Yeah. Those aren't as serious as when a child says, "I'm going to do something," and I'm and I'm going to make a plan. Now, here she's angry and disrespectful. I think in, in in light of what Robert just said, you have to look and say, "Are we causing some of that?" Hmm. You know, it's interesting when he said the way that we in our culture that we handle our kids that 100 other cultures do not have teen problems. It's because they allow people to grow up. Sometimes we squelch that. It's always good to look back at our relationship with our child and say, am I a part of the problem? Am I parenting wrong? Am I doing something that I should quit? Am I not doing something that I should start? Always look, always look at you first as a parent before you look at your child. Because you can change your child and get them to stop the behavior, but if you continue in some way where you're exasperating your child and provoking them to anger, then it's just going to happen again later down the road at a time where the consequences for negative behavior mm-hmm. grow and grow and grow. And in the context of today's program, that hurts everybody. The it par- really The does. parents and the teen. It really does. You know, I, I, I love what, what Robert had to say, that that what we're supposed to be with our kids is a facilitator, not a buddy, not a controller, not a jailer, but a facilitator, which means we've got to know what they want in life and help them get through it. I think that would make them healthy. It would make us healthy as well. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, you can visit parentingtodaysteens.org, heartlightministries.org, or markgregston.com. Join us back here tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.